Well, welcome to Faith Walk Podcast. This is a season two, episode three. Uh, in the last episode, I was talking about having faith in God, and I was talking about uh, agreement, the power of agreement and prayer and believing for God for what you need, and about my friend and, and the Pinto. He wanted a dependable car. That, that's what he got, but uh, that's not what he really wanted. Uh, well, he wanted something more, you know. But uh, I said, that's what you asked for, a dependable God, and God was faithful. Listen here, on this podcast, we talk about the signs, wonders, and miracles that I've seen in my life as God has taught me to stand on his word. You know, well, listen, I, I, I've got a Bible, and I, I bought a, a Dake's Bible a long time ago. My pastor said when I was young, he said, you need one of these. It's a good study Bible. He said, you can follow it out. You can follow all the rabbit trails, and, and it just is it, so much information in there. And so I went and got one, and I got a, a man is a giant one, because I got I, I got the uh, large edition, you know, um, print, because it's a tiny, tiny print in this thing, because there's so many notes in it. And it's a big Bible. I'm talking about it's a big Bible, but the print is still pretty small. And uh, I was young back then, and I, I sit there, and uh, they said, well, what name do you want on this? And I said, I sit there, and I, I thought, and they said, what's your name? And I said, I said, put on there, Holy Ghost Hound Dog. And they said, what? I said, put on there, Holy Ghost Hound Dog. See, at that time, I had been uh, uh, coon hunting with some friends, you know. I mean, I don't really like running through the woods and the briars and all at night, you know, when there's snakes out and all this stuff. But uh, I had gone hunting a couple of times, and I was watching the dogs, and as the dogs, you know, were running after the coons, and they chased the coons, and they chase them up in a tree, and they'd sit there, and they'd bay and bay and bay, and they'd try to keep that coon in that tree. If it tra changed trees, it would be after it. I mean, those dogs were after the coons, right? And and uh, it, it just impressed me. That's what I want to be. I want to be after the Holy Spirit of God. I want to be like a coon dog is. I want to chase down the Holy Spirit. If he doesn't move me, I want to move him. Smith Wiggleworth said that. He said, if, if the Spirit of God doesn't move me, then I move the Spirit of God. And you said, hey, how can you move the Spirit of God? You can move the Spirit of God by faith. God is waiting to move, and he's waiting for us to move him. See, by faith, we can, that water hose out in your yard, if you turn, it ain't going to, it ain't going to spray water unless you turn it on. Unless you open up the nozzle. See, that's how the Holy Ghost works. The Holy Spirit. Oh, you don't like Holy Ghost? I'll say Holy Spirit. You know, in the Word, it calls him the Holy Ghost. It's calling him the Holy Spirit. He's not a ghost, but he's the Spirit of God. He's a pneuma. Pneuma is where we get our, our, our lungs, you know, the air in our lungs from. Well, listen, anyway, last, last episode, we was talking about faith, and I, I kind of bumbled and messed up. I wrote down. Uh, a wrong scripture. And so I wanted to go back on this podcast and I just wanted to kind of talk about faith again. I wanted to talk about having faith in God and believing God for the things that we need. See, God, man, I'm telling you, God wants us to walk in faith. The way to approach God is through faith, not fear, not doubt, not unbelief. Fear, doubt, and unbelief is of the enemy. Fear, doubt, and unbelief kills, steals, and destroy. Fear, doubt, and unbelief is a lie, and the Father's a lie. Who is the accuser of the brethren? Who is Satan? Amen. Lucifer. Come on. Come on now. I'm telling you. I've been away for a little while, and God. Uh, but you know I hadn't been away from God. 
I've been praying to God. I've been seeking him. I've been praying in the Holy Spirit. I've been getting up at night. I've been ministering to him. See, if God wakes me, if I wake up in the middle of the night, I believe that's God. I believe that's the Spirit wanting me and drawing me and wanting me to get out of my bed and come into the room and get before Him and pray unto Him and open up my mind and open up my heart unto God. Now listen, I gave you a prayer last time too. The prayer said, Lord, open up my eyes to see as you see. Lord, open up my ears to hear as you hear. Lord, open my heart to feel what you feel. And Lord, open my mouth to say what you say. You begin to pray that prayer and God's going to change your life. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. You say, William, you can't guarantee that. Yes, I can because I know it worked in my life. I know it worked in my life. It'll work in your life because by faith, when we start speaking the word of God, speaking the things that we want, God will honor it. Okay? You say, William, you are kind of fired up. You need to hush a little bit. And I said, no, I don't need to hush a little bit. I said, I need to get more fired up. We got to get more fired up to win people to the lost because we are living in the last days and Jesus is coming and he's coming soon. But we're not ready. The church is not ready for one thing. And then there's too many lost out there. There's too many people out there preaching a Bible and a gospel that is not the gospel of Christ. And if it's not the gospel of Christ, it's not the gospel of the Bible, then it's not the gospel. They can twist it. They can turn it all they want. And it sounds good and it tickles the ears. Well, you know what? The word of God warns us about that kind of people. I don't want to be that kind of people and I want to help encourage and I want to help lift you up and teach you the word of God that you can rightly divide it a workman, unashamed of the work that you do because you know and you understand the word of God and what it really means. Amen? Amen. Okay, I always say this too. Let's take God out of the box. Religion puts God in the box, but relationship, relationship, intimate relationship with Jesus Christ, the Lord, our Savior, and his Holy Spirit is what changes our life and sets God free to work in this world. Amen? And that's what he wants to do. He wants to live through us. Greater works shall we do. Because he has gone to the Father and he'll send us the comforter, the guide, the teacher, the Holy Spirit, which will lead and guide us into all truth. Amen. And Jesus said, I am the truth, the life, and the way. Okay, let's start preaching, man. Let's get it on, all right? All right, let's throw some spiritual rocks at you. Okay, first thing I want to go to. I want to go to, uh, <clears throat> I want to go to, I, I told you last time I kept trying to get us over there to, um, uh, to Matt, uh, to Matt, uh, John, I kept thinking the scripture was in John, and so I had to go on and go to the book of John. It's talking about faith, talking about agreement, talking about prayers in agreement to accomplish the things that God wants to accomplish. Well, okay, so we talked about faith last time. We talked about faith and faith. Do y'all remember what faith was? Let's go to Hebrews and read it. I'm going to read it instead of quoting it to you, even though I can quote it. Hebrews chapter 11. Verse 1, Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1. <clears throat> now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. By the elders attained it a good testimony. By faith we understand that the words were framed by the word of God so that the things which are seen are not made of the things which are visible. You know, it wasn't a little amoeba that, or it wasn't, it wasn't an a asteroid that collided and, and, and formed life on earth. You know, if you believe that, that takes a lot of faith to believe that. You need to turn that faith around because that's ignorance. That's just ignorance going to seed. I heard a pastor say that one time, ignorance going to seed. It produces fruit of its name and it produces more ignorance. Okay, so pull that up by the root. That kind of thinking doesn't, isn't true. 
God said, let there be. God created the earth. He spoke it into existence. Boom, it happened. It didn't happen by a meteor colliding and then life all of a sudden happened out of a dead rock. Two rocks that collided and boom, life started. Come on, man. The great bang theory. Come on, give me a break. But listen, I can use that faith. That faith, if you believe that kind of teaching, you can believe that kind of nonsense. I can use that faith and I can share faith with you and the word of God with you. And I know that God can prick your heart and change you. And you can use that faith, which was wrong, and turn it into good. God can turn that faith into good because you got to have faith to believe the Big Bang Theory. Man, you got to have some kind of faith, right? All right, so let's go now. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. So it's the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things that's not seen. And when I talked about the building of the church, I couldn't see it in the in all the supplies that was there to build it, you know, because I wasn't a carpenter. But that was the substance of things hoped for. The evidence was unseen, but in a visionary, a carpenter could see the church building in that pile of stuff. All right, so let's go to Mark now. See, I said John. I kept trying to take it to John. It was Mark. I don't know why I wrote it down wrong, but I did. You know, I make mistakes. I'm only human. I am a man, but I am empowered by the Spirit of God. Amen. Okay, let's, let's get going here. So, <clears throat> so in, in Mark, in Mark 11 and 21, I'm just going to, I'm just going to kind of try to, uh, we, we got to get going. So listen, this is what happened. Jesus saw a fig tree. He went over to get fruit from the fig tree. There was no fruit. He cursed the fruit tree and said, be cursed from the roots up. The next day, Mark eleven twenty one, Peter said, remembering to him, Rabbi, look, the fig tree which you cursed, it has withered away. So Jesus answered and said unto him, have faith in God. Have faith in God. Have faith in God. What does that mean? Have faith in God. What does it mean? Huh? Well, okay. So let's look it up. I, I went over here and I wanted to look up faith. Faith, <clears throat> faith out of the strong concordance, it means persuasion, credence, moral convictions, especially reliance upon Christ for salvation. It's a consistency in such a profession. It's an extension of the system of the gospel truth itself. It's an assurance, a belief is to believe is to have faith. And then it says fidelity. That means to stay in faith, to have faith, and not be cheating on faith and going off to fear, okay? It's, it occurs 244 times in the Bible. Have faith in God. All right, so let's go back. He says have faith in God. If you turn that around and you read and you study that, it not only means have faith in God, but it means have the faith of God. Have the faith of God. What was the faith of God? The faith of God is when, if his word says it, and it's in his word, and I stand on his word of God, and I say it, then it's going to happen because God is faith, and God honors his word. Amen? All right, so let's keep going. For surely I say unto you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and cast into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believe that those things he shall say will be done, he will have whatever he says. Who? Let's go back and see this again. Whosoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast in the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believe that those things he says will be done. He will have whatever he says. Therefore I say unto you, 1124 of Mark, 
Therefore I say unto you, whatsoever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. You say, William, does that really say that? Go get your Bible and read it and see. Yes, it says that. We skim over the Bible so much and we forget these things. We don't, we don't learn these things. We don't let these things sink in. See, God wants us to have the faith of God. God wants us when we speak the word of God, when we pray, he wants us to have the things we have because it honored God, it glorified God, and it shows the world that God is God. He's the same God that was in the pillar of fire by night leading the children of Israel in the cloud by day. He's the same God that provided uh, spiritual water out of the rock. Who's that rock? Jesus Christ. Man, I'm throwing a rock at you today. I'm going to hit you with a spiritual rock today. Come on, let's go. <clears throat> Mark 11 and 25, it says, whenever you stand praying, if you have anything against, listen, hindrance of prayer. What is the number one hindrance of prayer? Here it is. Whenever you stand praying, if you have anything against anyone, forgive him, that your Father in heaven may also forgive you your trespasses. If you do not forgive, neither will your Father in heaven forgive you. So if you stand praying and you are, are your answer, you are, you're not getting your prayer answers, check your heart. Do you harbor something? Are you holding against somebody? Or does somebody have something against you? Does your brother have something against you? Do you know somebody that is holding something against you? Look, you may have been right. All right, I'm, 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 I, I didn't know I was going to go there today. But I had a brother in the church and, and, uh, me and him had a little disagreement, and it was about the Word of God and the things of God. And, uh, man, I mean, he whoo, he, he kind of lambasted me. You know, he told me I needed to get saved, and I just kept pointing him to the Word. Well, the Word says, the Word says, the Word said. The more I said the Word said and would quote the Word or show him the Word of the Bible, the matter he got, I needed to get saved. I said, okay. So I went my way. He went his way. A few years later, we was in a church service, and, and the pastor was preaching on... <clears throat> forgiveness. And he says, you know, if you can't forgive others, then God can't forgive you and it hinders your prayer and it hinders what you're asking for and it hinders God moving in your life. And he says, but also sometimes he says, it doesn't matter who's right or wrong. What matter is restoring a relationship between brothers or restoring a relationship between family members. If you've got family members and you're mad at them because of something they did and you were right, you were right, man. You know you're right. And you're going to stand your ground. You're right. You know, that's how I was. I was with this brother. I was right. I knew I was right. According to the word of God, according to what I was pointing out, I was right. And and during the, he said, the, the pastor said, right now, if you have somebody that has something against you or you have somebody against you in this church, you need to get up and you need to go over there and you need to ask for forgiveness and you need to forgive them. Right? See, that's two different things. Ask for forgiveness and forgive them. Ask for forgiveness is if you sin against them. Forgive them as if they sinned against you, right? Two different things. All right, so here I go. Uh, man, He's I, I get up. I see my brother across. He, 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 he was across the church. You know, he had come to visit that night. Hadn't seen him in two or three years. And I jumped up. The minute I jumped up, he jumped up. We met at the back of the church right in the middle. And uh, I said, brother, <laughs> I said, I just want to ask you, forgive, forgive me, forgive me, brother. And he goes, oh, William, I knew. He said, man, I forgive you. He said, I knew you would come to your senses and realize you was wrong. And man, 
I wanted to whoop the Bible out on him. I wanted to say, look, brother, I wasn't wrong. I was right. But God says you got to forgive your brother and you got to ask for forgiveness. So I asked for forgiveness. I, but I didn't. God checked my heart. See, I was right according to the word and according to the scripture. But listen, it doesn't matter who's right or wrong a lot of times. If somebody is holding something against you, they're going to hold it against you until you're not going to ever prove them wrong sometimes. So what do you do? You take the high road. What's the high road? The high road is you go and you ask him to forgive you. Forgive me. Because it doesn't matter. A lot of times things in life and death, I mean, if it wasn't life and death, it didn't matter. You ask him to forgive you. You say, hey, forgive me. You call up that family member who's held something against you for so long, and, and you know you were right. You know they were wrong, and you've been holding it. Well, until they apologize to me, I'm not going to apologize to them. Quit that. Stop that. That's childish. You hear me? It's childish. You pick up that phone. You be the bigger person. You call and you say, restore that relationship. Families need to be restored. You restore that relationship. You call them. You ask them in the name of Jesus, forgive me. Forgive me. Take the wrong. Take the wrong. Accept the wrong that was done to amend that relationship. Amen. We also talked about faith, how faith comes to hearing, and hearing comes by the word of God. So you have to have faith in God, you have to have the faith of God, and you have to speak the word of God. Now listen, <clears throat> let's go back here. It says, therefore I say to you, in Mark 11 and 24, it says, whatever things you ask for when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. Therefore I say unto you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. Now I want to go back to a scripture that we were, <clears throat> that we was at a minute ago. And it was in, uh, duh, blah, blah, blah. where was it? Uh, man, I just lost my train of thought. Oh, it was in Matthew. Matthew, the last episode we was in Matthew chapter 18, verses 18 and 19. It says um, in 19, uh, Matthew 19, 18, chapter 18, 19, it says, Again, I say unto you, if two of you agree on the earth concerning anything they ask, anything they ask, anything they ask, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. For where two or three are gathered there, gathered together in my name, there I am in the midst. And I told you, it has to line up with the word of God. You can't ask willy-nilly. You can't name it. You can't claim it. You can't pray for something that you don't need. If you need it, and there's a reason for you need it for the kingdom of heaven, the work to heaven, God will make sure you have it. But it says that where two or three are gathered, me, me, the Holy Spirit, me and Jesus, we're two, right? Me and Jesus, yeah, and one of brother of mine where two or three are gathered, if we pray according to the word of God and the will of God and we have faith that it'll be done, it says right here in Matthew that it shall be done. If I speak to a mountain, if I see a mountain in my life, listen, a mountain in your life can be anything. It doesn't have to be a, a real mountain, but can you pray for a real mountain to be removed and cast in the sea? Jesus says you can do you think he was just speaking figuratively? Do you think he was just throwing them words out willy-nilly? No, I believe if it needs to be moved and it's the will of God to be moved and you pray and you speak to that mountain, it will be removed. But you got mountains in your life that you need to speak to. You need to get people in agreement with you because where you are agreeing and you're agreeing upon the word of God and you're praying in the spirit of God, then the spirit of God is with you. There he is in the midst of you and you shall have what you say. Amen. Who's that, man? 
That's not the apostles. That's not that's not the disciples. That's us. We are disciples. We are the children of God. God wants to bless us. God wants to see the world see that you, he is our God and we believe and have faith in him. Amen. Well, okay. Well, listen. I told you I was on fire. I told you I'm on a roll. I told you. I, I mean, I... I <laughs> I hope you're enjoying this as good as me because God is talking to me. He's ministering to me. Every time I share a word, it's because God is speaking to my heart. He's speaking to my life. He's saying, rise up. Be the holy fire of God. Be the fire of God. Believe in me. Pray and see what I won't do. Amen. Listen, if you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you need to believe with your heart. You need to believe that God died upon the sin. Christ died upon the cross for your salvation. It says if you believe in your heart <clears throat> that Jesus died for your sins and you confess with your mouth, you will confess unto salvation. All right? Salvation. So you just say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died for my sins. You paid the price. I ask you to be the Lord of my life. I believe with my heart and I confess with my mouth, Lord, that I shall be saved according to thy word because I'm saved by faith. And faith in the Son of God. Amen. You pray that prayer, God is on, and God will honor it. Salvation starts today, but it's a work. It's not once saved, always saved. Old man told me one time, I said, hey, brother, do you believe once saved, always saved? <laughs> brother Ed, and he said, he said, William, once saved, always saved. Because if you're saved, it's a salvation, it's a walk. It's a daily walk that you walk where you fail. And when you fail, the Holy Spirit convicts your heart and you cry out and you confess your sin in that moment. You don't wait to go to church. You confess your sin right there. You make an altar wherever you are and you say, Lord Jesus, forgive me my sins. And he said, if you stay with a repentant heart like King David, King David was a man after God's own heart because when he fell and when he sinned and it was brought to his attention, he always repented and God forgave him even when that sin demanded death. You remember that, you know? Thank you for listening. Listen, you can hear me anywhere, Spotify, Apple, Google, Intune. I can't even tell you all the places that I am. Oh, hey, and I'm also on YouTube and Rumble, and I hadn't got all the ones from the last season up yet on YouTube. I'm, you know, been having a little Wi-Fi problem, internet problem. You got to have good Wi-Fi for that. But this year, I'm going to try to stay on tune on YouTube and on Rumble. I'm going to try to stay in order, and I'm going to try to post those in there so you can catch me if you want to see or you can go to Buzzsprout, uh, Faith Walk William Carroll, buzzsprout.com. That is my uh, website. You can uh, email me with questions or uh, uh, encouragement at faithwalk1960 at outlook.com. Hey, if you go to and see this podcast on one of the, the Spotify or on, on, on uh, YouTube or, or anywhere, hit... Hit, you know, I'm not so much about likes. Come on, my daughter says. She said, you know, uh, hit the hit the button that that uh, ah, hit the button that you know. 
subscribe button. Hit the subscribe button and then there'll be a little bell that you can hit and it'll notify you when a podcast is is dropped so that you can listen to it. Listen, if it blesses you, it'll bless somebody else. Share it with your family. Share it with your friends. Share it. I don't care how you share it. Send it to them. You know, you can hit that little square box down there and you can send it to your friends. So if you one of these podcasts uh, uh, stirs your heart up, you know, even if you want to say, man, this guy's a fool. I'm going to send it to him because I tell you what, God's going to turn that foolishness into his glory and he's going to bless them. So listen, God bless you. I love you. If you want to support us, support us. Don't have to because God is rich in his graces and he can make all things come to do. I want to improve my podcast. I want to improve my equipment, you know, but it's in God's time because he has blessed me with such a small amount of equipment. And a lot of people have told me, man, it sounds better than some of these with the big mics and the headphones. Well, I'm not going to get a big mic and I'm not going to get a headphone. Uh, well, I might, but you probably won't see it because I want to I want to just sit here on the, on the chair and sit here in my living room and share with you what God's done in my life and he can do it in your life. Amen. Until next time, God bless you. And uh, just, uh, you know, take God out of the box. Amen.